Craptacular Podcast, where each month we continue our search for the best bad movies on the planet Earth. I am your host, Aaron, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Matt. Hello, sir. Hello. How are you? I was a lot better. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Yeah, and then we sat down to do this, and it's my fault. It is, actually. It is my fault. fault, so I can't complain too much, but, you know, I was having a good day. I went to a charity tattoo thing. Yeah. Got a little anchor tattoo for charity for the food bank. Um it's and then a great you time. It's a great day. Loving loving life. And then we watched Children of the Corn. Every child is afraid of the dark. The unknown. The nightmare. In Gatlin, Nebraska, that nightmare is in the corn. <laughs> Stephen King. Children of the Corn. Praise God! Praise the Lord! From Stephen King, the author of Carrie, The Shining, The Dead Zone, and Christine, an adult nightmare. Children of the Corn. I'm here, Lord! I'm ready! Stephen King's Children of the Corn, an adult nightmare. Yeah. Uh, wow. So just wow to this movie. Yeah. This was a movie that was for me like a movie that like kids talked about on like at school when, when like I want to say like grade school. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, there was just some movie where it was like, oh, have you seen Children of the Corn? And that was like, if you saw, if you'd seen it, then like that meant that like you were cool. Oh. Because like your parents let you watch a, a scary movie or something like that. <laughs> I think. And I was like, no, I've never seen it. For me, I've just, I've heard lots of uh, like pop culture references to it. I've heard it mentioned just in passing. Like, oh, that's very Children of the Corn or, you know, like. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Like anytime you see a creepy kid. People often make some sort of reference to children, to children of, the of the corn. corn. Yeah. Um, but, my God. What? I... What happened? What, what, what happens? Okay. Well, okay. So, children of the corn. Yeah. My brain hurts thinking about it. Let's... We'll power through it. We'll power through it. All right. Yeah. So, so, it starts with um, narration from a small boy. And, like, it's in the past. Like, he's narrating something from the past, and he's in the scene that he's narrating. Yeah. Um, he's in, uh, like, a cafe. Like a diner kind of cafe yeah. thing. Uh, and there's a bunch of people. His dad's there. And he starts kind of giving us the background to the story where um, a bunch of, like, all the other kids were out with Isaac. And, yeah, and how his dad didn't want him uh, meeting with Isaac because he didn't like Isaac, and he's and the what the boy said is that my dad was very smart. Um, yeah. So what's confusing about this? Let's get into the badness right away. Oh, why what not? What's confusing about this is so he's narrating uh, the scene as a little child. It's in. Like it's it's the little child narrating the scene that he's in as a child, so it seems to be happening concurrently 
with with what's happening or like it's like a a, a day or two later i don't know it's being it's being spoken about he's, as a flashback as a, as, yeah it's it's happening he's talking about it past tense yeah like film noir mm-hmm. if film noir was full of shitty kids <laughs> but acting it, shitty acting it's shitty acting kids just yeah. to clear that up real quick well i mean Yes. And then and then murder happens. Yeah. And so one of the other kids walks into the diner. He's like an older kid. Mm-hmm. The, this main character. His name is Job. He's he's very young. The little kid's name. The Job. Little, little kid is Job. He's narrating. Yeah, he's narrating. Yeah. He's young. And some older kid walks in. Named Malachi. Yeah. And he's got a real creepy look on his face and... There are like other kids about, like some of them are actually working in the diner too, that are there aren't as little. There aren't any kids as little as Job, I think, in this movie. I think he's him and his sister. Him and his sister are the youngest ones, yeah. And then, um, yeah, the camera work shows something going down between the kids, like exchanging glances. And there's one incredibly scary looking child peering in from the window, who kind of gives a nod to, yeah. to Malachi, the first one who walked in, and. Then someone goes around pouring coffee, and a bunch of um, adults start, like, choking and dying, and evidently were poisoned by the coffee. Um, At which point, the rest of the kids, some of them who have slipped in through the front door and then locked it, and then um, some of them who are already in there working, all of a sudden pull weapons, like knives and scythes, out of nowhere and just slaughter the rest of the grown-ups. Um... Job watches his dad get, like, thrashed with a butcher's knife or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like a meat cleaver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, big um, old meat cleaver. Yeah. So that that happens. Yeah, and then it cuts to a motel, and the title card says, Present Day. And what we thought was happening was that that was because, like, the diner had kind of like a 1950s kind of vibe going for it a little bit. Like, it was very, like, classic, like, kids giving a, a milk, strawberry milkshake with, like, whipped cream and a cherry on top in, like, one of those classic milkshake, you know, pedestal glasses. Yeah, it was very, like, very, like, retro. Yeah. And so then it cuts to, like, present day, which is supposed to be 1984. And there's a. A, a guy who has like the adult version of that kid's haircut. Yep. And we're like, oh, so this must be the kid that we just saw. And he actually kind of looks like Michael Bay a little bit. Little bit, yeah, no. I know. I can see that. It's, just, it's the hair. Okay, well, mostly. Yes, it's mo- yeah. Mostly just the quaff there. <laughs> Which yeah. is, that's just too bad for Michael Bay, I yep. guess. Um, b- but uh, Linda Hamilton. Is in this movie, mm-hmm. also, which is cool. Uh, I think this is the only thing that's not a Terminator movie that I've seen her in. I don't think I've seen her in anything else. I think I would, yeah, be in the same boat there. Yeah. So, anyways, it like it starts with like it's his birthday, and she wakes him up and gives him a cupcake and and does a really awkward like lit like sing along dance for him to some song, and like they do just goes on for far too long. Um, 
And I'm like, they're both the character and us. Yeah, everyone. It's not good for anyone, and it doesn't serve a purpose in the movie except maybe to like pad the running time. I guess Uh, because it's about a minute long. Yeah, this like we've already talked about it too long, in my opinion. It's already eaten up most of our like enough of our lives. Yeah, so then they start driving. Yeah, and we don't we don't know where they are, what they're doing, where they're going. Where they're going. They do mention Seattle at one point. Yeah, they do mention Seattle. I guess that was their destination. Yeah. Not super clear. Uh, the main character, dude, um, Bert. His name was Bert. Bert. Um, and his wife, Ernie. No. Um, uh, Vicky. Vicky. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or sorry, no, they're not married. No. It's... There's there's a, a, like some some dialogue that's kind of that's kind of tongue in cheek, but also kind of uncomfortable about him not committing to her. Yeah yeah yeah. He <laughs> he, he makes a wish and and she's like, "What do you wish for?" Which is stupid because you can't tell her. Yeah, because then it won't come true. Why would you ever ask someone? It's like that? wish one hundred and one. Uh, so then uh, he says like uh, it, uh, happiness together. He he wishes for a happily ever after. Happily ever after. He's just making fun of her. Right, a happily ever after, and and she says, "Is that a proposal?" And he's like, <laughs> "No, it's not. <laughs> it's definitely not." <laughs> and then like rolls over to go back to sleep. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> was, uh, I enjoyed that. That was that might be the best part of the movie. Uh, or when it was the all kid... downhill from there. Yeah. Well, I don't know. The kid getting smoked by the car was pretty great. Also, <laughs> it was pretty intense. <laughs> he just. <laughs> You don't think they're gonna do that in a movie, and then it happens, and it and it just they go for it. It was jarring. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, they drive. It's like the next twenty minutes of this movie is them driving, uh, intercut with Job and his sister Sarah talking to a slightly older child about escaping. Yeah, about running away. Yeah, he's got a suitcase packed, and he's going to run through the cornfield. And it, it's cutting back to this with Job and Sarah and everything that we're like, wait, was this, is this a flashback again? Or or yeah. who, who is this main character? And it was all really confusing for the first 15 minutes. Yeah, it's not, it's not really made clear until... So the kid is running through the cornfield, and... Uh, he, you get the sense from the music that someone's chasing him, and eventually he get he does get his throat slit. Yeah, and then uh, happens to walk out in front of the car because they're like joking around, making fun of the radio evangelist uh, guy on the radio because that's the only radio that you can get in the middle of Nebraska, I guess, uh, and they. So he runs out in front of the car, and, like, Bert does not stop, does not swerve, does not slow down. He smokes that kid. And the kid goes flying. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. It was the, the, very the kid startling. Was, he was going to die anyways. Oh, he yeah, had his he throat was, cut. It's he not, was already dead. He was, if anything, Bert did him a favor. Okay, well, Maybe. I would you rather have a bullet to the head or 40 to the chest? 40 is a lot. Five to the chest. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I'll think. Bullet to it. the head. Anyways. Sure. Either way, you're going to die. 
Probably, unless you wore your vest. Unless I wore my face vest. Do you have a face vest? No, I can get one, though. Yeah, okay. They sell those on Amazon? Uh, eBay, I think. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't trust an eBay vest. Anyways. <laughs> so, kid's dead. This is when we find out that Bert's a doctor. Kind of. Yeah, somewhat of a doctor. He was talking about an internship. I don't know whether or not that has to do with his doctoring. I would assume probably. Yeah. Maybe he's like not quite a doctor. He's like how medical students will sometimes be like, I'm a doctor. And we're like, no, you're not. <laughs> like that kind of thing. Yeah, so maybe. maybe he like maybe like just graduated medical school. And he was like, I'm going to go get an internship at this hospital. Doesn't pay very well, but it's got a lot of exposure. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, again, super clear in the moment, but thinking Do- doctor- back on it. Doctoring is like, it's like similar to like being a musician, right? You got to do a lot of free gigs first. Uh, uh, I don't that, think it's quite that, like yeah. that. No, that's a joke. I was joking. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm not well, serious. I didn't get that. I understand that medical school, like you're pretty employable after that. Yeah, pretty yeah. darn. Yeah. So, fun fact uh, about this movie is that it doesn't take place in Maine. Oh. Which is... <laughs> it's just a weird fact to throw out, except this is a Stephen King uh, adaptation, and as everyone knows, which is why I picked it. Right, yeah. Because there's a bunch of Steve, like we had The Dark Tower just came out, it's coming out next month. Yeah. Apparently there's like another sequel to Children of the Corn also coming out this year. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, and apparently there's like six or seven sequels to this movie. What? Yeah. I didn't know that for some reason. Yeah, like direct-to-video crap sequels. Oh man. Um... No, thanks. Yeah, not good. Uh, so that's why I picked it. I was either going to be this or Christine, the movie about the killer car. And I haven't seen either of them. And I can't imagine that Christine is a worse movie than this. Because I've seen few movies that I liked less than this. Yeah, that's fair. It was a... It was a stinker of a movie. I picked it based on runtime. <laughs> it's about ten minutes shorter than Christine, and I was like, "Well, since we're only doing like another like a short episode, yeah, uh, you know, pick the shorter movie, less to talk about." I don't know if that's the case or not, but we suffered for it. That we did. But anyway, getting back to it, um, they've hit the kid. He's dead. As a doctor, so he can tell that this. This boy was, in fact, murdered. He wasn't killed, necessarily. or He wasn't just killed from the epic car flip that he did. Yeah. Um, he's like, oh, there's... He's like, this kid was murdered. We need to report a murder. So they bundle up the body, put it in the trunk, and head on down the road to try to find a phone. Yeah, which is a lot to ask, apparently, in rural Nebraska. Yeah. Stop at a gas station. There's some old dude. Yeah, he's like, ain't got no gas. He's like, oh, I don't need gas. Ain't got what? no diesel either. He's like, I don't need diesel. He's like, well, I can't let you use the restroom unless you buy any gas. <laughs> yeah, he was just trying to get rid of them. Yeah. Sure. He's like, I need to use a phone. He's like, you think I got a phone? He doesn't. He does not. Uh, so he tells them to... He, all he's got is an old truck and a dog. Named Sarge. Yeah, with a scarf. Which is an awesome dog name. It's a great dog name. Yeah. So he tells them to head on down the road 19 miles to whatever, Humphreyville or 
Pumptown. Havenbrook. Hey. Ogdenville. Some. It's. Wow, it was such a generic name that I yeah. just can't even. It could have started with any letter of the it alphabet. It started with H. Sure. Uh, no. Yeah. 80, 40 to eighty percent sure. Okay. Well, that's okay. Uh, but then they're like, "Well, Gatlin is only three miles away." I'm like they ain't got nothing in Gatlin. Yeah. Yeah. But it's okay. But it seems like he knows. He does that all the adults in Gatlin were murdered. Yeah. Why wouldn't he just be it, like? It, it comes up later that does it come out that Did um, I miss it that uh, there's like a deal essentially with him and the children of the corn that they don't kill him and he supplies them with fuel. Right, and he also doesn't warn people not to go there. I guess, or at least or, it just doesn't tell people. Well, I mean, he I guess he did kind of tell them not to go there because he was like they don't yeah. they don't like having much visitors up there. Yeah, he told them to just move on to the next town. Yeah, uh, but he could have been like, they don't like having visitors up there. Also, all the adults were murdered. <laughs> just, just go. Yeah, it, yeah. It's a little unclear exactly what they hold over him. But yeah, uh, well, it was a little unclear what the kids wanted at first too, because they're not allowed to play games or listen to music, um, or or do anything fun. Mm-hmm. And I would assume. Like, like for me personally, if I was a child and I decided that I wanted to get rid of all the adults, it would be so that I could play, play and have fun all the time, Listen and not have music. any <laughs> adults telling me what to do. And I could not go to school, and I could do whatever I want, and I could stay up till <laughs> nine o'clock, whatever, Dad, and just do whatever I want. But no, that's. Not the case in this movie. There's no. some some crazy child named Isaac. You mentioned before he was. Turns out he was the really creepy one peering in through the window. Yeah, he's like even who, grumpier than most adults. Yeah, big time, and has a crazy, crazy, screechy voice. Um, who, I guess, yeah, I don't. It's not super clear how it all started, but he is the emissary of their god, corn demon. Yeah, who is described as he who walks behind the rose. The corn demon. The corn rose. Yeah. And he delivers unto them the word of, of their god. So this crazy Isaac child starts a cult. Murder with all, cult. With all the other kids. And yep. all of the kids murder all of the adults. It's a preteen murder cult. The only non-murderers being uh, Job and Sarah. The very young ones. Yeah. And they don't kill them, which is nice, I guess. Oh, because she has the gift of sight. Oh, yeah. She she uh, she draws crayon drawings of... Yeah, just before it all things. went down, she started drawing, started drawing crayon drawings um, of, like, the children murdering the parents and doing all the creepy stuff yeah. that they did. Yeah. Super messed up stuff. Really, really freaky. Not great acting, but that's... Whatever. I'd say all the kids are bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of to be expected. I mean, the list of, like, really good child actors is a short list. Yes, it's rather short. Um, And none of these kids are even close to making that list. No. I don't even think these kids have seen that list. But it's uh, not great acting from anyone. 
for, for whatever reason, I had it in my mind that this was like a much more like like high profile movie. Yeah, like it from the from all of what we've heard about it, it seemed like it should be some kind of cult classic. Yeah, but like it's it's I mean maybe it is a cult classic. It, the video is put out by like Star Maker Video. Yeah. Which sounds like a super like ghetto 80s like home video label that just would put out whatever garbage it could get its hands on. Probably. I looked it up. It was it was made for $800,000 in 1984 and it was produced by New World Pictures, which is Roger Corman's company. Oh. So like we're talking like, you know, it's it came from outer space and all those crappy sci-fi exploitation movies and Yeah. Battle Beyond the Stars and like women in cages and all those like wonderful pieces of schlock crap that I actually I like quite a bit of Roger Corman's stuff. But he also I guess had like a uh, like an acquisitions branch where like they didn't produce their movies, they would just like go get movies. And I think this was one of those uh, movies that they just went and got. Screaming pile of garbage. Yeah, well, like, it seems really amateur in a lot of Yeah, the, the actual ways. quality of, of the film itself is weirdly low even for uh, an old VHS. Like. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of it is, like, played out in, like, weird wide shots um or you know not a lot of not a lot of coverage not a lot of like camera movement yeah, was cinema, happening cinematography left a lot to be desired yeah. and then other conversations and scenes would play out in like only close-ups so you have no sense of the geography of the scene cuz it's just cutting between two or three or four people um yeah Very hard to tell what's going on most of the time in this movie I thought we were just going to get, like, a normal bad movie. But then we got, like, a bad movie that was also bad. <laughs> you know? Yes, like I do. Yeah. It was bad on many levels. Oh, yeah. But, anyway. Uh, so, crazy crazy kid cult. Um, and uh, they're freaky. They've got, um, like, a... Oh, shoot, what's it called? Cross? Yeah, but like when it's... No, uh... uh Scarecrow. No, but when when you hang someone on it. Crucifix? Cru- yeah, 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 yeah. They've what? got a they've got a, a crucifix. Or no, that's just the little one. What is it's it? A, it's a cross. Okay. So what? they got a cross. <laughs> with, the, <laughs> with the dead body on it. Well, it's just like when you tie someone up, it's called... It's not just called a cross, I thought, but... It's hard to remember what if it was called. If there's a person on the cross? Yeah. I think no, I think it's only a crucifix if it has like an like an effigy of of Jesus on it. Right, yeah, I was trying to think like Yeah. Like pre pre Jesus the cross was a symbol of death. It was it was an instrument of murder, yeah. execution. Um Yeah. No, I think I don't uh, yeah, I think it's only a crucifix if it has if it has Jesus on it. So like Catholics where crucifixes protestants wear crosses that kind of thing okay okay i, I th- i'm pretty sure that's how it goes otherwise it's just a cross whether, anyway. the, whether there's a person on it or not okay anyway the, yeah, yeah. the there kids, is a person on it yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> the kids have in this clearing in the cornfield a cross of 
there's a dead body on it. Yeah, yeah. it's um, a dead cop. Dead cop. The the blue man. Yeah, it's literally a skeleton in a cop uniform, and still has the hat. Yeah, on just so you know it's a cop. Yeah, because otherwise it could be anyone in the blue shirt. Yeah, and what they do all day, no idea. Because again, not allowed to play games or anything. Uh, it's really confusing how they've survived. Do they eat the corn? I. Well, that's a good question. They do kind of worship he who walks behind the rose. Do they eat his rose? Yeah. Are yeah. they like? Are they? Are they trying to get like a good yield out of their crops, and that's why they're doing all the murdering? No idea. Again, the totally motivations were not, yeah, not very clear. Someone decided it'd be a good idea to murder some parents. Made up a thing about corn. Someone walking behind it. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. Except not because, well, we'll get to it. Right. So Bert and um, Vicky. Linda, Vicky, there we go, <laughs> are trying to drive on to the next town. They're not trying that hard, though. Not trying that hard, but they are. They do follow a sign: the Gatlin that way, Humphreyville this way. Oh, we haven't even and... gotten to the part where they get to the town. Yeah, don't oh, worry. Man. We'll we'll All blow right. through it after that. Um, but they can't. Like they turn down to Humphreyville, and then see another sign for Gatlin. And right, miles. and then they try to turn away from where the sign to Gatlin is pointing, and. They come to another sign that says Gatlin. And, like, they can't escape the town. And then yeah. eventually they're just driving on they roads look, through corn. Yeah. And then they end up back at the gas station. Where that old guy was. Where yeah. They, yeah, where they asked for a phone. And mm-hmm. he looked at them like they were nuts. So, so then they decide. They decide. Descried. Ugh. Then they decide that they're just going to go to Gatlin anyway. Because it's yeah. way closer than... Hogertsburg, and uh, they just need to find a phone. Like it's things are. He's getting really frustrated because things are taking too long. Because they legit have a a yeah, dead he's got a child. Corp- he's got a corpse in his trunk. Yeah, that's not okay. It's not. You can't can't smell great. I'd imagine not. Uh, so they head to Gatlin, and sure enough, it's like a ghost town. And there's no one around. Yeah. Um. So then they they see some kids. Yeah, well, they get out to look around, and then when they're out of their car, some kids are, like, mucking around in their car. Then they get, they chase them off, and then they they get get back in their car car. to chase them. Yeah, go to find them. And then they're driving, and he's like, oh, I think I saw someone go into that house there. He's going to go use their phone. Yeah, and and Vicky's like, let's just get the hell out of here. Like, obviously, this is a really messed up place. Yeah. But, no, he wants to stop. She, she's picking up on the murder vibes. Oh, yeah, I think so. He's not. So, and and they are plentiful. Oh, yeah. Plenty of murder vibes. So, he uh, he just, like, walks into his house, and she's like, this is someone's house. He's like, yeah, I'm just going to use their phone. Like, it's fine. <laughs> Breaking and entering is fine if just, you're just borrowing just, the phone. Vicky, just, just, okay. Just going <laughs> to use the phone. And, and sure enough, they discover a little girl just chilling in a bedroom upstairs all by herself and i don't know about you that's a sign to run yep that's alarming especially in a ghost town yep but what do they do they're like well let's hang out and talk to her <laughs> see see what she knows and she's like oh yeah she's like, where are all the grown-ups we need to talk to the grown-ups they're like oh they're out in the cornfield like oh good good 
why are what are they doing out there? Are they working? Like, no, Isaac put them there. Like, oh, yeah, why, why, who's Isaac? Like, he's the he's the ruler, the ruler of the ruler of all of us. I'm like, okay, okay. And he's like, uh, and then Bert's like, you know what? I'm just gonna go to the town hall. You stay here with the weird girl. Yeah. <laughs> Keep the car keys. I'm going to go to the town hall. And he doesn't even go to the town. He goes to the schoolhouse. Yeah, so uh, up to this point, I feel like, because, you know, in in horror movies and, and movies like that, uh, murder stuff, the characters always, almost always, end up making choices that you definitely wouldn't make. And you just feel like screaming at the screen, like, why are you doing this? And up to this point, I feel like Bert's been barely, fairly reasonable. Except with, for with, the with. scene where he, like, grabbed the tire iron and decided to wander into the cornfield to look for the murderer. Uh, yeah, okay, that was dumb. Yeah. But but then he's like, okay, A, he knows the murderer's around. B, he found a child who says that their ruler put all of the adults in the cornfield. And you got to assume that, yeah, they're dead. And even if you don't assume that, something nasty is still going on mm-hmm. so he says all right i'm going to leave you here alone to go look for something alone yeah what when what he wants is grown-ups where does he know there's grown-ups the corn cornfield field. so why does he go to the cornfield why don't they no all idea. go to the cornfield because everyone in this movie is dumb so he decides to go to the town hall which yeah, again, he doesn't go to he, it, goes to the school. Yeah, he misses it, goes to the school. Can't tell you why. Uh, school is trashed. Mm-hmm. And he finds a picture of a dragon? Yeah. Yeah. Picture of a dragon breathing fire down on a woman dressed in a blue blue dress. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't, don't know what that was about. There's no dragons in this movie. Nope. That uh, would have been great, though. It would have been great, yeah. That would have been pretty happy about that a lot of things would have been better with a dragon in it (laughs) iron fist this movie so (laughs) he uh takes a quick makes a quick stop at the church to find a bunch of kids carving another guy's chest open and trying to drink his blood yep because it's his birthday yeah it's because he turned 19 now, I don't know about you, but on my 19th birthday, I went and and, and just got shit-faced. Because that's what you do when you turn 19. Yeah, I think I had lasagna. Oh, nice, dude. Yeah. Sick. Actually, what I did on my 19th birthday was I did I, uh, I went and saw uh, Aiden Knight and said the whale in Stanley Park. Oh, yeah. And I did drink beer there. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. Happier, happier days than this. And some friends brought me brownies. It was a good time. It was a good time. Sounds awesome. You know, it was not a good time. The rest of this movie. Oh gosh! I no. literally like what should be the exciting part of the movie. It was I the had, part that just kept dragging. It on. just kept <laughs> happening, and like I, I don't know if like maybe I had because like the beginning was boring and the middle was boring. If by the time the I don't know if the ending was actually boring or if just my brain was like dead. Yeah, it was just like you can stay here, but I'm getting out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and 
I, I don't know. Like, I was just like, there were some times where like, like, did you catch that? And I was like, hmm, what? No, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what. Where are we? My mind. Are we watching a movie? Is refusing to retain any of the information that <laughs> it's being fed, if you can call it information. Yes, that's the perfect way to describe Children of the Corn. Mind it, numbing. Yeah. Holy yeah. smokes. It it really is. Like, like exciting things are happening. Like the Malachi and his gang, his cronies. The the corn gang show up to kidnap uh Vicky. Vicky, thanks. Yeah. Uh they tie her to a, a cross made of I think it's made of corn husks or it has corn husks incorporated. I think big, it just has corn husks on it. Yeah. They've incorporated corn husk into the design of their as they have it. The feng shui of their everything cross. Of yeah. The entire town. Corn husks it's everywhere. Corn husks all over the place. They're really into corn. So they like, you know, strap her to a cross and string her up and then uh, take her down. Because Malachi's like, you know what? I think I'd like to be in charge uh, of of the murderous children gang. And Isaac's like, I am his messenger. I interpret his word. And Malachi's like, oh, yeah. Shove. Just pushes him to the ground. Yep. And then no one steps in to stop him. And so he's like, cool, that means I'm in charge now. Take the woman down, tie this kid up there instead. And then we're going to use the woman to lure the man out. Which they do. Which they do. And... Oh, but, uh... Yeah, they they try yeah. to they try to do that. Yeah, that's right. They try to do that. And but he can't hear them because he safely got away from all the kids because of Job and Sarah who took them into their dad's old like fallout shelter. Right, yeah. He was afraid of the rest. He was afraid of the commun- communists. Yeah. yeah. That's, so a, he's that's safe what they say down there. Yeah. It's an actual line. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. So he doesn't hear Malachi, so I guess they just don't do anything with Vicky. But then at night, in that clearing with the crosses, they go to sacrifice Isaac, as well as the guy who turned 19. Right. And so the guy yeah. who turned 19 goes willingly into the corn to, like, join him or whatever. Again, kind of unclear, but we figure, yeah, he's going to die. He's going to die to join all the dead people. And, um... That's when we find out that there is actually a quote unquote corn god. Yeah. Um, because we see this scene of like something traveling under the earth, like the earth is being upturned, like a yeah. giant worm or something is under there. Yeah. And um I think his name was Amos, the nineteen year old, walks out into the cornfield like, Take me now, Lord, take me now and then he screams horribly off screen, right? Um, and then Isaac, who's tied up on the cross, is going to be sacrificed. And we have some kind of really, really crappy light effect creep up the cross and cover his body. And I totally thought he was going to, like, disappear or, like, all of the flesh would be gone from his bones. But instead, he kind of blows up and the whole cross shoots up like a rocket from the earth. Yeah, that was great. That was that was the second best part of the movie. <laughs> Which, yeah, like, at that part, at that, at that point, should have been really funny to watch, but was just kind of mind-buggeringly yeah. strange. I was just watching it thinking, 
Uh, what? Yeah, everything good that Just... happens in this movie involves children being launched into the air <laughs> violently. <laughs> Which is a bad sign. There are two things that happen. <laughs> and that, those are the only good things in the movie. Yeah, so that was weird, but, you know, fun twist. Isaac wasn't just some crazy kook to start a cult. There's yeah. some kind of corn demon in the cornfield. Yeah, not all children who start uh, weird murder-death cults to kill all their parents uh, are kooks, okay? Yeah. Some of them are right. There are actually corn demons out there telling them to do these things. So, the the lesson, like, listen to your kids. I think that's the lesson here. And also, don't live in in corn, Nebraska. Yeah, or yeah, Nebraska. <laughs> don't live in Nebraska, guys. Um, <laughs> so then the kid shows up. Or the kid, what's the uh, Isaac? Fuck, I hate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac sh- shows up, and he's like, "Insert biblical name here." He wants you to Malachi. <laughs> and you're like, "Whoa, that's creepy." Um, yeah, and his horns. I don't. I think his hair was just up in in oh, the effect of horns. Yeah, it was all messed up. It was a shitty VHS we watched. So it was hard to tell. Kind of hard to to tell. But sometimes. Yeah. So he apparently is now possessed by the corn demon, yeah. and he like grabs Malachi by the throat and kills him. Yeah, um, and also dies. Presumably, he died in the sacrifice. Yeah, they all. Well, everyone runs away at that point. Yeah, everyone straight up books it. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, Vicky's now free because everyone's booking it. Bert kind of interjected before Malachi oh, was killed. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, he just, like, runs in and just, like, shoulder barges Malachi over. Like, is it took no effort at all. No, because it's a grown man fighting a bunch of kids. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, shoves him over and grabs Vicky. And tells and her to leave. T- tells her to leave. Like, that was his whole plan. And, and it, why, we, we, he should have left. He was successful in, like, three seconds. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he should have left with her and said decides to stay and, like, lecture all the kids. Yeah. Saying, like, no... Like, on religion. religion. No religion makes sense if it doesn't have love and compassion. Yeah. Something like that. Um, at which point, of course, Malachi gets up and tackles him. Yeah. But then he, uh, he gets his, because Isaac kills him, and then... Um, that's when they're all kind of like, oh, there is a corn demon. How do we, like, stop it? And he asks little kid Joe, but has anyone ever actually tried to stop the corn demon? Has anyone ever tried to attack it? And he said, oh, yeah, the, the blue man. And he's like, what? The blue man. Ossifer Henriksen. Yeah. Something like that. That's the thing. Yeah, the little kids in this movie talk like little kids. Which makes sense. Yeah, but they talk the way, like, little kids talk in movies. It's so annoying. Like, oh yeah, Ossifer Henriksen. He tried to stop it. It's like, just have the kid say officer. Why? His voice is annoying enough. The fact that he mispronounces everything does not make him more endearing. That's fair. Yeah. But anyway, then they find out that uh, before Malachi killed the cop, what the cop was trying to do was hook up the irrigation system of of the field to like a... Like a gas pump or something. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they have all the they have all the gas that they were getting from uh the old gas station man for reasons. For that, reasons. That they had, probably. 
Uh, and so I guess the cop had tried to hook up all the sprinklers uh, that watered the cornfields to the gas so that he could, like, burn them. Which, like, how hard can it be to set a cornfield on fire? Like, right? like do you really need a lot of gas? Like, just... I was, just think, I was even setting. thinking, like, when everyone's fled after Malachi's death, they had torches. Cause yeah, it was they, at they night, dropped them. And they dropped them. And I was like, oh, now the cornfield's going to go up in fire. But I, I guess not. No, because we need a more... Flame retardant corn. Thrilling ending... Uh, so then Bert just does that. Yeah. He just, hooks it up. Yeah. Little kid Joe helps him. Yeah. He makes a Molotov cocktail. And then like... Which again, why do you need the gas to just, like, just, just use the Molotov cocktail? Anyway, they cover the whole field in gas. Um, and then crazy dark purple electric clouds start to form that, mm-hmm. and we get like a POV of, from the clouds. So presumably the clouds have something to do with the corn demon. I think that was the corn demon. But then also there's something traveling under the earth. Also the corn demon? Yep. I guess. Well, would have been a better ending. I'm not very well, I mean, demon anatomy. So. Who, am I, who am I to say what would make a, a better ending or not? But let me run this past you. Okay. If the bad, the demon was literally just a giant sentient cob of corn that rose up out of the earth. It'd be better, right? It would be better. It would be way better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that would be amazing. And then they set it on fire. With a Molotov cocktail. Yeah, roasted corn. And then, the and then it pops. And they could make some... Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be good. And then like the, the entire town is covered in giant in popcorn. meteors of and popcorn. And just rains popcorn. And then all the kids just celebrate by eating popcorn. Yay, yay. Yep. But that's the that's the whole movie. Yeah, essentially they after after setting it on fire, they run, and uh, there's like some monstrous kind of scream as the field burns, and Job is like, "Is it dead?" And Bert's like, "I think so." He's like, "Well, why are we running then? Just keep running." There's a wildfire still, so there's danger. Yeah, and then they they get back to their car, which has been stuffed full of corn, which presumably means it doesn't work anymore. Well, yeah. And they're like, well, it's 19 miles to Humphreyville. We're going to walk. Yeah, going to walk. Yeah. Like, what do we do with the kids? And what you do with the kids in this scenario is leave them there. (laughs) That's what I do. Yeah. uh, I guess they just – because Job and Sarah were the only, I guess, not – crazy cult worshiping ones and they helped them a lot yeah with the whole killing the corn demon i they, guess they have no parents so yeah. so they decided to take him with um one thing that i was curious about is what the heck happens with all of the rest of the kids there were a lot of kids there and they they got left i assume child protective services rolls in well, actually, you know what? There's a way to find out. There's like six sequels to this movie. Oh, yeah. I rescind the question. So if then. you're really curious, <laughs> <laughs> you could go looking for it, for the answers. But I think no, that's a... Uh, I'm good. Be careful what you wish for kind of uh, scenario. Yeah. Okay. Oh, there was also the girl that hid in the back of the car that tried to stab Bert. Oh, yeah. Just before they leave, he goes to get the map from the car before yeah. walking. And there's... Crazy girl still tries to kill him, saying that he needs to be sacrificed. Yeah, and he is... hits her in the face with the car door. Yep. Knocks and, her out cold. And she's like, oh, she's out cold. What do we do? And then Vicky's like, 
send her a postcard from Seattle. <laughs> and then they leave. That's the end of the movie. Yeah. That's the last thing that happens. Yep. I, I, yeah. So glad that it was over. It was relieving. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was. I was hoping that this movie was going to be funnier. Like that yeah, the like, badness like it would, would be such a bad would, movie that it's that's hilarious. Yeah, it was just like the whole point of the show to find those movies. Uh but it is just awful. Yep. If you haven't figured that out by this point in the <laughs> podcast, we hate this movie. It's atrocious. And uh do you wanna do you wanna do the honors of oh do you want uh guess guess what it Critics gave it on Rotten Tomatoes. That's a bit we do. Uh, seventeen. Ooh, probably close. Hold on, I have it. <laughs> I have it pulled up. It's got to be something really bad, though. Seriously, I have it pulled up here. Hold on, one, two, thirty-eight percent. Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight percent. What? That's too many percents. That is much too many. Many, many too much. See, it's killed my brain. 70% of Google users liked this movie? Oh, thumbs down. I'm giving what? this a thumbs down. Give it one from me, too. I will. Ugh, gotta... Ugh. Yeah, so, I don't know. Do you want to... Would you like to do the honors, or shall I? Uh, you know what? You do it, because I can't move my brain anymore. This movie killed me. That is one big pile of shit. That is one big pile of shit. That movie... Oh, my word. Sucks. Don't watch it. I might burn this VHS tape Yeah. when I get home. Sacrifice it to I, the corn to the, Yeah. I and never make another movie ugh. again. There's another one coming out this year. Oh, no. We Dude. better sacrifice quick. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that was terrible. <laughs> uh, I hate everything that this movie stood for and and the people that made it. Uh, so if you like this movie for whatever reason, tell us why on Twitter or, uh, Gmail at retrocrappod on Twitter, retrocrappod at gmail.com. Send us an email there. Uh, if you agree with us and you want to agree with us more financially, <laughs> uh, you can do so on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash retrocrappod, I think maybe retrocrappacular. There's a link on Twitter. Check our Twitter. Uh, and otherwise, we're on iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, anywhere that you listen to podcasts, you can find us. Uh, give us a, a rating and a review. really helps a lot. Subscribe. You want to never miss an episode. Uh, we're all on YouTube as well. We're all, all the episodes are on YouTube. Uh, we will be back next month with a better movie, I promise. Should I tell them what it is? Yeah, let's do it. All right. We're going to watch Roadhouse. Starring Patrick Swayze. One of my favorite movies ever. I'm so excited. I'm pretty darn excited too. Oh, it's so good. It's gonna be so much better. We gotta we gotta cleanse the palate. Oh, after definitely. this turd. <laughs> Ugh. Anyways. Uh well, at least we know now. We know what Children of the Corn is. Yeah. Are we better off? No. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know. Uh, that wasn't worth it. It was not. That was 93 minutes of our life. We're never getting back. Never. Plus, however long we spent talking about this. Ugh. What are we doing with our lives? I, well, until next time. Roadhouse next yeah, month. we're watching Roadhouse. It's going to be so good. Go, oh, yeah. throat rip. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> until next month, keep watching crap.